with the food all in what? your mouth because you had to eat a beef <laughs> jerky. <laughs> I got hungry. Yeah. I should have realized. Okay. Welcome back. Are we still are we still rolling? Yeah. We're still rolling. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Um, to the Legionnaire Podcast where we only do things professionally. I am Cal, eating a turkey sausage stick right now. Not handsome man over there who's copying my beard is Will. Yeah, I saw an Instagram story of your beard the other day. It looks really thick. Yeah, I'm trying. This is the first time we've both grown out our facial hair. We look so cool. It feels weird. No, I agree. I it does look like weird. Though. I mean, to be fair, sorry, I'm turning on light here, so. I like being lazy and not shaving. I agree. That's the only reason I still have this. Besides Dad saying he liked it, so. Yeah, he said the same thing to me the other day. All right. I swear I won't eat another one of these turkey sausages. You're going to be farting it up while we record. I mean... For those who were on me who were on that camping trip with me like ten years ago when I was eating beef sticks, I know. Good lord. Anyways. Um, yeah, so Will and I recently sat down not together. Um we sat down and we watched the new Marvel Studios Special Presentation Project Werewolf by Night. Um, this was released on Friday? Yep. Friday, October 7th. <clears throat> yeah, Friday, October 7th. Um, and what were your initial... What's your initial reaction to it, Will? Well, first off, I didn't even... I think that this was like announced at like Comic-Con back in July. So like this thing has like not had much... I, I honestly didn't even watch a trailer going into this. I knew practically nothing about it besides, like, the pr- the promotional material that was getting tossed on Instagram from Disney Plus and Marvel Studios. Um, I, I thought it was really good. I liked it a lot simply because it wasn't anything related to Marvel. I, lo- I loved Werewolf by Night. I, like... It was such a, like, I, we were texting about it briefly last night. It is the most creative thing and probably the biggest leap Marvel has taken in any project. Since Guardians of the Galaxy. I was going to say, outside of Guardians of the Galaxy. And the thing yeah. is, like, Guardians was set up to win. Like, it had the, it had the score. It had, like, Guardians was going to win. Yeah, but I mean, you do, you don't know that going into it. Fair enough. Yeah, in hindsight, twenty twenty. But um, no, I lo- I love Werewolf by Night. Oh, look, guess who just tried to call me? It was Dad. Of course. Then he, but then he just canceled it. Oh, so now he's trying to Facetime me. Should we? Should I answer this? Ah, you can if you want. All right, one second. He probably tried calling me too. Hey, Will and I are recording right now. Um, you want to say hi? You want to say hi to the people? Wave, you're on camera. <laughs> the bearded men. 
Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll call you when we finish up here, all right? All right, peace out. That is the man who was supposed to show up on an episode two years ago. Um, but yeah. Anyways, Werewolf by Night. It's it's outstanding. It's it's absolutely outstanding. I I enjoyed it a, a ton. It, it was weird. If I don't know what to call it, because I I don't know if I would call it a movie, but it's not like a TV show. It's like a one shot. Like it's like a special presentation. It is. I don't know. I'd call it like a one shot because they have comic books that are one shots that are just like their mm-hmm. own thing. Um, that's what I would call this. It was just like its own one shot that. I don't know. You didn't need to know literally anything about any of the characters. Now they use man thing. All right, spoilers. <laughs> but Oopsies. yeah, this is. Yeah. I mean, it's a spoiler review. I don't know if, why yeah. you're watching it if you haven't seen it. But um, they show man like they use man thing in this, which is a Marvel character. But I mean, it. You don't even know who need to know who that is because I don't know much about him. No, I didn't know anything about it. I, just, I was like, oh, is that Swamp Thing? But then I was like, wait, Swamp Thing is DC, I think. Yeah. His name's Ted. Uh, dude, I... This... Okay. What I loved so much about this is, like... A, it's stylized vision. Like, it is a 50... It's like a 50s horror movie. Like, black and white. Um, It was very much like the, the, when mom would show us, like, the old horror movies when we were younger. It's like, but they're, like... They weren't scary. They are like, just campy horror movies. Like, it's akin to that. The score is amazing. Michael Giacchino, I don't think that guy can miss. Like, his scores are amazing. This is his, I think it's his directorial debut. I could be wrong. I should probably look that up. It is. Um, <clears throat> he nails it. The sh- it is the most beautifully shot thing Marvel has done, I think. Like, to be entirely honest, like, just, I mean, that I've seen. I haven't seen Eternals on here. That's pretty good looking. I don't know. Um, just like the way the shots are like he has so there's so many long shots in this and the way scenes are set up it's very artisan yeah they don't really cut away a lot like with their frames they keep them all like running out or they try to like frame things in like a way where you don't see that like they're changing like scenes or that sort of thing yeah it's it's just like so beautifully crafted it didn't feel like they're like cookie cutter marvel machine movie they just like or show they just like pump quickly they film get together pump out it's not like a boring i mean like it's like not there's not it's not a boring color palette i guess black and white so it doesn't matter but it's not like there's not like i couldn't like there are only a few shots in marvel that are like stand out that i will remember it is like Captain America putting the shield on his back for the first like first time like the black the or the red and blue pop and like the silver pop on it and then, like, Thanos pointing his, like, sword thing. And, like, there's not a whole lot of memorable shots in Marvel, but, like, this has a lot of them. Yeah. I, uh, you talk about, like, the color popping, and 99% of this, uh, special is one shot is in black and white, except for, like, the last, like, maybe two minutes of it. And you don't really think of, like, color until, like, when it shows, um, what's that daughter's, uh, Elsa. Mm-hmm. The girl from Frozen. It shows like her and she's sitting in that basement of the monster play of the uh, monster mansion, and like she's wearing like a red coat, like a red leather coat, and it's just cool to see stuff like that. Cause it's like, oh, I didn't even think she was wearing. You just see it all black and white. 
Yeah, and this was kind of it's poetic because they play somewhere over the rainbow, but it's like from uh, Wizard of Oz. It goes from black and white to color. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I was a big big fan of this. It was, I think the character of Jack. I was surprised at how quick. It didn't. It like I I don't. I didn't feel anything like there was wrong with the pacing. I was surprised no. though. Um, when I was watching, I was like. Oh, it's just going to be like one hour of them hunting some monster. And then whoever, like, I just imagine people are going to get picked off one by one. And then somehow this main character that we're following, Jack, was going to turn into a werewolf and, like, kill Ted. And then, like, maybe a quarter of the way through it, you find out that they're working together. And I was like, oh, I did not expect this. I thought it was funny that the man thing was named Ted. Like, what's his name? Ted. Yeah, I enjoyed that. There was one, uh, I kind of didn't really, I mean, this is just Marvel, Marvelisms, but, like, when they was trying to put the bomb in, like, the wall, dude, like, I, at it, I was like, eh. I thought that was funny. That was the one, I was like, this is, because, like, it was just goofy. It was funny. It was, like, something, like, it wasn't, like, a stupid joke, like, oh, because there was no, like, there were, like, no jokes in this whole thing. Yeah, <clears throat> there wasn't a lot. There was, like, a couple, but not a ton. They weren't really going out of their way to, like, make a joke about something, um, which I enjoyed. Yeah, no, they, <clears throat> they weren't sacrificing story for jokes. See Thor 4, sacrificing everything for jokes. Um, and it was such a, like, just a fresh, th- like, it's just like, oh, this isn't, like, some stupid comedy where people are just, like, making dumb jokes for the sake of just jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I was... I'm very excited to see where Man Thing and this Jack. Sorry, yeah, Jack. Sorry, I'm got a lot of crap in my throat right now. Um, I'm just, I'm excited to see where they show up next. I was a fan of the actor who played Jack. His name's uh, Gail Garcia Bernal. He was really good. I enjoyed his performance. I have no idea what he's been in. But, Did you say um, that in a more Midwestern accent, Jack Guillermo Bernal? <laughs> I said Gail Garcia Bernal. Whatever. My bad. <laughs> I don't know how you want me to say it, but... Um, I don't know. I thought he did a really good job. I have no idea what he's been in another, like, previous, like, movies, TV shows, but um, I was a big fan of everything as, about this. As soon as we finished it, I looked at my girlfriend, I'm like, can we go as Jack and Elsa from this now for Halloween? <laughs> the transformation of him going into a werewolf, too... That was really cool. Like, the whole, like, way they set up, like, his costume for all of that. Like, they didn't really give you, like, a clean shot of it. But, like, when they did, you could tell it was all prosthetics and it wasn't really VFX. Like, it was all practical, like, makeup that they had done for him. I think the only VFX they did was Man-Thing. Yeah. I I wouldn't be surprised if that's what it was, too. You could tell it was very, like, small scale. Oh, yeah. They only used, like, two or three sets on this. Oh, yeah, it was Just that. Just from, like, where you could see. Yeah, no, and I want to circle back to that. Transformation of Werewolf. It was so amazing. Like, you just see her, Elsa, cowering at the edge of the cage, the light flashing in the background, and you see him transforming into the werewolf through the shadows. It's like they didn't break from it. They didn't cut to, like, showing it happening in real time. Like, it was perfect. Mm-hmm. I don't, um, I don't know what the rating is for this, if it's, like, PG-13 or rated R, because there's some, like, cutting off dudes' hands and, like, 
arrows going in people's necks, like choking on like their blood. Yeah, I was like, this is a little violent. Like, there's a lot of blood in this, and I don't think like you ever really see blood in Marvel fights. I'm like, oh, if they get punched and then they like they're bleeding from like, yeah, their nose or something. It's like, but like you're watching blood splatter. And I think mm-hmm. they could get away with it because it was black and white. But yeah. there are points where I was like, wow, they just sliced that guy's throat. Uh, the black and white kept it at TV 14. Yeah. That's so, the only, yeah. They were able to stay away from TVMA for a rating, but. I just, I don't think you could show this to little kids, though. Uh, I think, oh, define little kids. Like, I think, like, if I had, like, a 13-year-old, I would show this to him. Yeah. Yeah, I know, like, preteen teenagers, you could show this to them. I'd say 13 is, like, 12 or 13 is, like, the the youngest I'd show my kid this. Yeah. If I had, like, an 8-year-old, I definitely wouldn't be showing them this. Yeah. Maybe, no. maybe. It might be, like, kind of fun. I don't know. I mean, we saw Anakin get burned alive in Star Wars, so. Yeah. That was pretty gnarly. Yeah. I don't know, though. I, I was... A, Again, this is just something that, like, I feel like nobody was really talking a ton about before it came out. Some people were, and they're like, oh, this is exciting. But um, I was not anticipating it to be as well as it actually was. The only reason I was really excited for it was because it was Michael Giacchino's, uh, like, directorial debut. And he did the Uh, Batman score. Yeah, he also, he did the scoring for this as well. I'm not surprised. Yeah, this... Like, and the score was so good, it was very akin to, like, the old black and white horror movies of, like, dun, dun. It's, like, all of the the musical tropes. It was, God, this guy just doesn't lose, man. It was really good. I'm afraid now, though, that, like, similar with, like, when Taika Waititi, like, made uh, Thor 4 and Jojo Rabbit, then it's, like, you're going to try and use them for a ton of more things and, like wear out uh see the, okay the difference with between that is like giacchino's got his hands in everything and he's composing as well like this seems like a pa- this seemed like a passion project from him i yeah i have no idea i can't speak about like how they went about creating this because again i feel like it was just at comic-con when they announced it no yeah there was little than there was one trailer for this yeah I didn't even watch it. I kind of just went into this, like, I saw a couple things, but I didn't watch any full trailer. And I, because I, it was only, I knew it was only an hour long. Yeah, it's honestly perfect length. Like, you're not, like, sitting down for a huge movie. I would have been fine if it was drug out to, like, an hour and a half, though, to be completely honest. Like, if they, like, went longer on some scenes and, like, developed some things a little bit longer, like, if we spent more time in the maze while they were hunting down for man thing i, I yeah. kind of like that like if it was if they added more horror elements like um harry potter and the goblet of fire when they're in the maze looking for the uh the, the world cup. cup or whatever whatever it's called i don't the remember the wizard cup that's what it is the triwizard cup if the they like cup. yeah i don't know i mean i could see them calling it that but if they drug some scenes out like that where i mean you have i don't if you've seen the Goblet of Fire, you know what I'm talking about, but where yeah, um, you just have Crumb. like this, yeah, Victor Crumb, that's his name, where he's doing all this like crazy stuff in there. I don't know. I think that they could have definitely went more in depth on like some of the horror elements because there was only like two jump scares 
and I could, yeah, I could no. definitely tell when one of them was coming. Yeah, they they definitely telegraph it. It's how it goes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like they could have maybe because like they had like a small monster hunter cast. I think they could have made it bigger, and mm-hmm. you see more of them getting picked off, and you're like, oh my god, who is this monster? But this is like a super minor gripe I have because like <clears throat> honestly, this might be my favorite thing out of Phase Four. I gotta rewatch Spider Man. Ah, Spider Man's still my favorite. The way they pulled and, that off and landed it. Yeah, and, I, and that's true. I just like I loved how like fresh and like it wasn't connected to anything. They talk about the Avengers for like two seconds in the beginning, and then like I don't this is the mystical part. And I'm like, I want to see more of this. Yeah, it's it was interesting. I think wanting more of something is never a bad thing when you're sitting and you're like, I wanted to see more of this stuff drawn out. It's like, that's a good thing then. And I, I really wish that this was like an hour and a half. Because I think if you're getting closer to two hours and you're just wasting time, I think that this could have been like, even like an hour and 20, an hour and 15 minutes you add, just like attack on an extra 10, 15 minutes of just horror yeah. elements going on in the maze. I think that that would have been more fun. There's a difference between need, want, and didn't need um need is like we're missing story elements like i needed more of this movie and that i akin that to negative like wanting it's like i really like this it would have been awesome to see more i still liked it though and then there's like didn't need it's like this is too long like we didn't need that last joker scene with the riddler in arkham asylum like in batman yeah you didn't need that um but yeah. But and then you could like inverse it where I think you need the scene with Batman and him. I think the scene with Batman meeting him in Arkham Asylum does more for the movie than him the Joker being with the Riddler. Yeah, true. I think those they those scenes really should have been flipped cuz the scene with Batman and the Joker does way more for the movie than the Joker with the Riddler. Yeah. But yeah, no, I I have nothing but positive things to say coming out of this. I like my biggest, my favorite thing was just like that whole transformation of them cutting it to the werewolf. And then like, I loved how Elsa when she was uh, like against those like metal bars in that cage that they were in. And you see the, the bloodstone like shooting at Jack and you can see like his reflection turning into a werewolf. Like you can see the silhouette of it. That's like yep. very 1930s, 1940s horror film type yep and then you're talking about the score as well they do like similar not only with the score but then just not corny but like weird goofy things where when jack first draws like the first card to go into the maze the guy with the tuba is playing the music and like there's flames coming out of it every time he's like tooting away on there i don't know it was tooting away it was i was a big fan of this though again it, it just came out of left field and like it's set in modern day but it doesn't feel like it no, the black and white helps you, like, because it's such, like, an old relic of, like, monster hunting. It's, like, you don't, uh, modern day monster hunting versus, like, I don't know, old school, like, in the 1900s modern uh, monster hunting feel completely different. Yeah. Honestly, like. the black and white helped that. Um, I agree. And, like, uh, on that note, it's, like, I feel like this has now become, like, a quintessential Halloween movie. Like, of, like, the 21st century. Because, like, think about, like, Halloween movies that have been coming out. They're all, like, either overblown horror where it's, like, they're not even good. Or it's just, like, this, this, isn't, this ain't working. Because I've been watching, like, 
um, old Halloween movies from the 90s with my girlfriend recently because I haven't watched like Hocus Pocus and Halloween Town. I'll tell you what. Hocus Halloween Town Halloween Town sucks. <laughs> yeah. You can't count Hocus Pocus as like a okay it's a halloween movie or a horror movie like you have to like say one or the other because it's yeah more i don't know than a horror movie yeah i don't know because like i don't know some horror movies are halloweeny i don't know like i think of the old like the old 50s and 40s movies the black and white ones like a werewolf by night is definitely something i would i look forward to like watching in like october now yeah no i i'm I, the thing is like i don't know if i want i want a sequel but I don't know how you could make a sequel to this because I don't feel like you need to make one. No. But the thing is I, I enjoy the characters so much that it's like I I don't want to see more of them and be like, okay, that was such a waste of like uh, bringing them back that I don't want to see more of them. Yeah. I, you gotta, if you're going to use them again, you got to use them sparingly. Like, no. I, I don't know how you do a sequel to this. I mean, you maybe could. I don't, I don't oh. need... I would love to see what they do, but it's not something I'm like. You need to do this right now, just because I don't want them screwed up. Like I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want it to lose the magic that it has right now. Yeah, I mean, they could do like another monster hunting type of story, completely separate from like. This takes place in my head. I'm like imagining this takes place in like. Uh, I don't know, like upstate New York, like state New York, and it's like somewhere out in the middle of the woods that somebody owns in yep. way upstate New York. You could do something, like, way over on the other side of the world, like in Europe, and do maybe another type of story with different monster hunters that you could pull from there and do a similar type of, like, you created 1940s, 1930s, 1940s-inspired um, special with completely new characters and just maybe keep developing, like, these monster stories that if they build up to something, sure, but they don't need to at the end of the day. Yeah, it'd be cool to see, like, because he talked about, oh, I fought that guy. He's he's a tough mm-hmm. one. I like that'd be cool to see on screen. Yeah, but this isn't something where I'm like, oh, I need like it's the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and I'm not sitting here like, oh, I can't wait to for this for Jack to get his own Disney Plus show now, six episode series about him. It's like that's I horribly don't need that. paced. Yeah, that's yeah. horribly paced and underwritten and yeah, I'm done. I'm I done. I don't need that, but. I, I was a big fan of it. My roommate was a big fan of it. Um, was Reggie a fan? He did not watch it. What? He was sleeping. Good boy, Reggie. But. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's all I got for it. Um, yeah, we just wanted to put out a, a review of Werewolf by Night. Um, our new, our, our, our episode, I guess, well, you're going to hear this on whatever day it comes out this week. Wednesday. Uh, probably Wednesday, okay. Because Friday's episode came out on Sunday. Sundays and Wednesdays. Yep, Sundays and Wednesdays. I don't have time to edit um, an episode and get it uploaded because like, the lead time for that stuff is probably like an hour and a half for me to get everything uploaded onto yeah. Anchor. And then by the time it's up on Spotify, and then I want to do laundry at that point... Yeah, and then Saturday, nobody nobody wants to listen to a podcast on a Saturday. No, and like Sunday is nice because you can either watch this on watch and listen to us on a Sunday as you're cooking your dinner or like meal prepping for the week or just hanging out, or you can listen to it on your drive to work on a Monday morning. On Monday, yeah. Prep you for the week, and then Wednesday you'll just think that we're talking about Disney Plus stuff, but you'll just be listening to old stuff. So, yeah. Sorry. 
we don't get paid to do this yet, so yeah. you'll get it when you get it. But, yeah, that's Werewolf by Night. I don't know, I'd give it like a great out of 10. I would give it a fantastically fun out of 10. I'd give it a great and fresh story out of 10. Because it what feels are we gonna get fresh. Do we have to post on Rotten Tomatoes to get Rotten Tomatoes verified? Yes. Oh, we we've been doing that. For this. Yeah, we I should. Wrote review- I wrote a couple. I don't remember which ones I did. I think I wrote one for the Batman this year. Okay, cool. I maybe you should give me that. You should give me that login so I can get on that. Sorry, you guys don't care about this. Follow us everywhere you can. Um, let, our socials are in the description below. But yeah, we're off by night. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, check it out. And right below me and you. So we'll see you this next week with Andor. And I think that's all. And She-Hulk finale. She-Hulk finale. So yeah, we got a She-Hulk series review coming out, which we've kind of like done episode reviews and then and our episode six. And then Rings of Power ends this week, and this week being Friday, and then House of the Dragon ends Sunday next week. I'm I on episode five of Rings of Power, so I probably am going to have to watch an episode every night this week. I don't know if I can do that fast. Better get watching, buddy. I know. I got. I got a lot to it's catch only up an, on. I mean, when you sit and think about it, it's like it's only an hour. It's like it's only an hour. I know, but like an hour every night before you go to bed, it's like you could probably chunk that out and like just sit in yeah. bed. And like once the episode ends, just like fall asleep. Yeah, true. So, but yeah, we got a bunch of stuff that's ending now, so we get to do a bunch of reviews for that, which is fun. And then we're in limbo for the rest of the year well uh tales of the jedi comes out in two weeks right it does glass onion comes out but is that we have to, where you live we would have to well it's like an hour away from where i live like in milwaukee it's in milwaukee like they're all the, the theaters are near milwaukee unless I don't know. It could be playing at the AMC. Um, By where you live? Yeah, it might be able to. So. Yeah, because Glass Onion announced. Um, Let's see. Release dates. that It's coming out a whole month in advance, which I mean, I feel like is a great opportunity to jump on and get an earlier review out for it. Okay, let's see. AMC. Well, there might be one in... Your area? My city. Yeah, my area. Okay, wait a minute. Well, show me where. I don't know. All right, I can look at this after. All right. Peace out, guys. Later. See you on Wednesday. Bye-bye.